Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Edward Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichols. And today on the show, it is another data day. Gosh, it is an exciting day because we have for you an update on the Airbnb market. Now, just for people who are new to the show, and we know we, know we do have a lot of new listeners uh, uh, that have joined us recently, we've been tracking the Airbnb market since pre-COVID. And we did a massive piece of analysis about mid to early April, where we looked at every single region and district across New Zealand, the number of Airbnbs and the potential impact on the on their rental market. Now, it's a really exciting day because we can come back almost <laughs> two, two months later and say, well, how many have fallen off the Airbnb market? And it's not just Airbnb, it's all short-term rentals. So we can, we can look at the data and say, well, what was the change? Where has it changed most? And there are a number of of surprises in here that we're we're now finding ways to explain. Ed was shaking with excitement as he told me about this on the way to a podcast recording this afternoon. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. So Andrew, talk us through which are the areas that have had the most and the least change in terms of the number of whole home Airbnbs on the market? Which has yep. seen the biggest decrease? Okay, so this is really interesting. So the biggest decrease, which we were expecting to be Queenstown, is not. It's Dunedin. Dunedin has had 188 whole home Airbnbs go off the market. And so the percentage change for them is negative 26.40%. And I'll come back to Queenstown later because it's amazing. Um, Hastings, Hastings is another big one, 176 down, down from 722 to 5.46. That's 24.38. Hastings and Dunedin, never would have picked that. Um, Stratford District, um, oh, good old Stratty and Taranaki. It's down five, um, but that's 22.73, so, so a major percentage, but a small number. Napier, um, quite a big change as well, 188, down 523 to 405, that's 22.56. Uh, Central Hawke's Bay, uh, 71 to 56, now that's down 21.13%. Uh, now, let's talk about some of the other um, highlights. And I just want to talk about the national averages as well. So over this period, we have seen 3,739 whole home Airbnbs or whole home short-term rentals come off the market. So it's gone down at, from 3,100. Uh, sorry, 31,100 down to 27,400 rough figures. So it's been a decrease of about 12% across the whole country. But of course, again, that's distributed. We, we just heard Andrew talk about how Dunedin's 26.4% down, but we can equally talk about Ashburton. Ashburton's had no change at all. Well, <laughs> 99 whole home Airbnbs before, now there's still the whole, same number of whole home Airbnbs. I guess people are still going to Ashburton for a bit of a holiday. Surprising. Now, I just want to talk about some interesting ones in between. So let's talk about some of the major centres. So Lower Hutt, um, so I'll talk about Wellington. So Lower Hutt's gone from 150 to 127. So that's down 15.33. And I know some clients there that have got uh, pro- properties uh, uh, that, that they've done the same. Um, Wellington City has gone from 795 to 683, so it's down 14.09%. Um, Christchurch City is down 1740 to 1542, so it's down 11.38%. Uh, I saw up a hut here somewhere. Oh, hang on. Where is it? Uh, do you see that there? Oh, you, po- po- uh, uh, I can search it for you because I've got a spreadsheet open. Okay. So okay. Upper Hutt uh, had a oh, decrease yeah. of one Airbnb <laughs> from 52 to 51, so down just under 2%. 
Now, I just want to cover Queenstown because this was shocking. So Queenstown is only down 3.11%. This was an area we imagined there'd be a whole lot of properties dumped onto the market as rentals. And, and yes, there have been some changes there, particularly in the rental market. We've spoke about this a few episodes again, but only 3.11 of the whole homes have turned into, uh, well, rentals and or have sold. So one of the comments that we made as we were reading through this, so Dunedin, uh, a major shift. Um, I, I, I wonder whether or not this is part of the reason why Dunedin's maybe coming back a little bit in prices because maybe some of those properties are going onto the market rather than the rental market. Maybe people are selling these properties because they're no longer useful as an Airbnb. That's what they bought them for, so now they're just wanting to sell them. And similarly, I want to talk about, I want to dive into some more specific areas. So so talking about suburb level as opposed to, to district level, um, because there are some changes here that we didn't predict. Initially, uh, I was talking about the fact that in Auckland, 53 and a half percent, so just over half of the whole home Airbnbs are located either in downtown central Auckland or on Waiheke Island. And so naturally we said, well, that's where there is the biggest risk of Airbnbs converting over to, to long-term rentals. But when we look at the stats, we see that over all of Auckland, we had uh, a reduction in the number of Airbnbs by about 19.15%, so 19%. In central Auckland, we saw a decrease of Airbnbs by 16.8%. And on Waiheke, Waiheke Island, only 4.93%. So we've seen everywhere else uh, uh, come come or convert into either coming onto the property market and being sold or into the rental market at a faster rate than the areas that tend to be uh, more strong in terms of those Airbnbs. And I think that's possibly for, for a, a couple of reasons. First of all, we see massive, de- uh, sorry, very, very small decrease in Waiheke. I wonder whether that's partially because it's very difficult to turn a Waiheke Island holiday home into, which is essentially what many of them are, into a rental property because there's, there's a much smaller underlying rental market over over in Waiheke. And same with property market. It's it's a very specialised area or unique area to live in because it's going to take 40 minutes to get on the ferry and or uh, I think it's about 40 minutes, maybe it's an hour, I don't know. It's, it's about an hour by the time you go from um, post to post. Yes, exactly. Um, so it's very, very niche in many ways. And so perhaps that's one of the reasons. And similarly, if you think about the the whole home Airbnbs that were available in, in a suburb like Mangarei or, or Monaco, those those properties are going to have a real home on the rental market uh, because they're going to be they're going to have more bedrooms more land it's going to be more of a standard rental property and so we're wondering whether it's much easier for those to actually convert over whereas if you've got an apartment in central Auckland and you know that there isn't a lot of underlying demand for for rental properties there anyway you think well I won't convert it over and in fact we have spoken previously that when we are looking at the Airbnb market we see that there is much closer alignment between uh, Airbnb prices or short-term rental prices and long-term rental prices roughly speaking they're about the same at the moment so they've come into alignment which is really interesting as well and actually another thing that I was just thinking uh, for people if they were to rent properties out now that are in inner city Auckland they would put potentially miss out on the lucrative market that is America's Cup and at this stage people are probably still hanging on to the hope that that's all going to go ahead and they're going to get a 
really, really good return during that time. And so I imagine that a few people would hold on to that hope uh, for now at least. Now let's talk about the actual impact on the rental market and I've got two things that I want to talk about. First of all, I've read that in April rents were up 0.4% compared to the month prior, compared to March and that uh, in April we had rents up 3.5% compared to the same time last year. So rental market's still relatively buoyant despite lockdown uh, which, which is really interesting but what's most encouraging for investors out there and potential investors considering any Entering the market at the moment is there has been very, very little impact on the rental market. Um, so we talked about uh, Tasman District. This is the district actually that that it has the most potential to be impacted based on what we're looking at. So we know that there have been 157 whole home Airbnbs that have come off the short-term rental market and there are about 4,800 uh, uh, rental, rental uh, properties in Tasman District. So that's a 3.25% increase in the potential properties available or potential supply on the rental market. Not much at all in that case. Now, we've got this for every district in New Zealand and the potential increase based on over the last two months, the number of properties that have come off a short-term rental site and are potentially on the rental market. Of course, we can't see, uh, we don't have data exactly about what went where, um, but all of this ranges, uh, if you look across all of the districts, um, somewhere between 0% and 3.25% potential increase to the rental market. And so that I put two and two together with the, the other stat about rents uh, still being relatively buoyant in certain areas. Of course, we've talked about rental relief in a previous episode in Queenstown, and we are seeing some of that, um, but we haven't seen as much change as we initially expected and the initial fears uh, that we were talking about just two months ago. And I think in many ways, this is this is a really, uh, really good news story, bearing in mind that rental relief won't come into the official rental stats because that the, the rents are typically calculated based on new bonds being lodged and yes. there won't be as many bonds being being lodged with the, with uh, Kainga Order, uh, the Housing Commission, uh, as, as there would in previous months as well. So we won't necessarily see rental relief, but broadly speaking, relatively stable story here, bearing in mind the few the few exceptions in the likes of Queenstown that we've previously talked about and in the, the Auckland rental market where we see that alignment between Airbnb and apartments. Well, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate it because it really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you want to learn more about property investment with Andrew and I, why not check out our No Money Worries email course? This is where we have collated and put together our top nine lessons on property investment, and we've also created some homework for you to do, so you can actually think through the lessons and how that applies to how you might change or adapt your property investment strategy going forward. I'm going to drop a link to that in the show notes or you can also go to opspartners.co.nz slash no money worries. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Epic Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.